Hello there, and welcome into the preview of the Patreon episode. Uh, this, the first Patreon episode of Interview Month. Uh, preview is a little bit misleading here because we had what I think is just an awesome interview with Tony the Engineer. Uh, you probably know him from being a passionate fan of Dancing with the Stars in addition to being a ticket engineer. And Jake and I were really happy with the interview and uh, kind of had a thought of like, boy, do we just want to uh, throw up the whole thing? Do we want to run a regular preview? What do we want to do? And uh, I think something in the middle is, is what's going to work best because I, I don't want to take the, uh, the the people that do pay the the Patreon five bucks every month and, uh, you know, cheap, cheapen the thing that we're giving them. But I also don't want to shortchange people on uh, having some cool stuff uh, to hear about from Tony. So this uh, covers most of the time that we are talking about uh, Dancing with the Stars. So it's a it's an extra long clip you're going to get here. And then um, if you would like to pay uh, five bucks a month, then you will get uh, an extra interview every week of interview, uh, interview month and an extra episode um, every time. And then we've also got the uh, the archives of the old episodes, uh, the old the old Patreon episodes that'll that'll also be available to you. So, uh, please enjoy this of uh, Tony talking about Dancing with the Stars. And if you are interested in Tony talking about uh, his uh, his backstory of uh, how he arrived in Dallas and uh, a little bit about his uh, his his extreme subway habit, then um, you know go to patreon.com slash it's just banter and uh, we would love to have you thanks enjoy the preview so uh when what is the first time that you heard about dancing with the stars it was promos on abc for the upcoming show back in the summer of 2005 it was a summer replacement show and um i saw this on tv and i'm like what is this and you know it's a 30 second promo uh-huh and how should i say this i'm I'm pretty simple. If you have like a lot of flashy, pretty lights and good music and a disco ball revolving around, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> that's what this was. Yeah. And, you know, I, I grew up, I'm a disco boy. I grew up in the heart of the disco time. Okay. And when I would either listen to the radio or watch TV, it was disco. Yeah. And there was so many dance shows on TV. That, I don't even know if you guys have heard of these. You probably have heard of the big ones. American Bandstand, sure. Soul Train. Um, then there was something called the Midnight Special, uh, Don Kirshner's Rock Concert. Then they had other shows. Um, what did they have? Uh, dance Fever, hosted by Denny Terrio, and uh, the Gold Something Dancers. I can't remember. Anyways, there were TV shows galore about dancing and disco music. So that's, that's in me. Mm -hmm. And whenever I see or hear anything associated with that, I get excited. And that's what this was. They were showing people dancing around, and, and then it was going to be celebrities with it. And I'm not a huge celebrity hound, but in the early days, I knew everybody who was on the show. It's right. not that way anymore. And I, was, I found out who was the first group, and I'm like, i got to check this out. So... So dancing shows seem to... like I, I, I do not follow them super closely, but... Uh, you had some time in the wilderness there between, like, what, the 80s and, and Dancing with the Stars, right? <laughs> yeah, that started in 2005. Yeah, yeah. so you, that, that must have been a, a difficult period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and then the music changed quickly, too. You know, I love disco music or dance music, whatever you want to call it, and mm -hmm. that only lasted a very few years. It burned hot, but very quick, and yeah. it was gone, and then the 80s came with New Wave and stuff, and... I'm kind of stuck in the 70s, man, with music, so uh, it hasn't been a lot to me as far as music goes other than that. So I, 
if you would like look at my playlist or something, you're going to see um, Sheik and Rick James and uh, Morris Day and uh, <laughs> Sister Sledge and all these groups from back then. And I still listen to it and still love it. I'm uh, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I I don't believe I've seen uh, an episode. Is 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 that the kind of music they usually play on Dancing with the Stars? They mix you in some of that. You haven't seen an episode of Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> I I not yet. I have. There's been 448 of them. Huh? <laughs> How could you miss that? <laughs> I I'm shocked. <laughs> I've had some other stuff going on. You know, I was, I was busy that day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what was the question? Uh, do they usually play disco music? Oh, How no. much disco music is in there? Not a lot, but um, the disco vibe is there. If nothing else, the gigantic disco ball that hangs from the ceiling. Right, and the crowd's mm-hmm. there. Yes. And, and, yeah, it definitely does have the same vibe as those shows back in those days had. And again, the flashing lights, right. uh, the lighted dance floor almost, the great sound system. Uh, yeah, there's just a feel like that attracts me to it. That's and, cool. Uh, um, they do have sometimes they'll occasionally have a disco night when they get in the dress and they play only disco songs. But but uh, I, I shouldn't say I'm only liking disco music. I like other music too. Yeah, but, yeah, anything you can dance to. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the disco nights. Do you know when those are coming? Um, uh, you mean like way in advance or just? Well, I guess how how soon in advance? Just Usually they tell you the theme promos? of the next week. Yeah, for the next week they say okay. next week it's Disney week or okay. or whatever. So. Yeah. And so as, as far as, so you, you, you found out about the, the show before it aired, you saw promos, and you're like, I, I got to be there for, for number one. Um, I guess you liked the pilot? Yeah, you know, it hooked me immediately. And a lot of it has to do not only with the, the presentation and the content, but who's hosting it, the judges, the pros that are on the show, they become celebrities to the regular watchers. Mm-hmm. And it hooked me really quickly. There were a couple other spinoffs called diving with the stars and skating with the stars i don't know if you heard of those two i remember skating i don't remember diving diving they would people would dive off a diving board they'd have coaches and tell them how to dive and i remember kareem abdul jabbar was on it of course he was on dancing with the stars too Uh boy you see a seven foot one guy whatever he is jump off a diving board that was an athlete that is one of the worst conceits for a tv show i've ever heard in my life and you know Louis Anderson? The, yeah, of course. He was in it too. Yeah, he you was know. great at diving. Boy, yep. it was uh, interesting. It only lasted a season, and Skating with the Stars only lasted with a season. And they were the kind of the same concept, but the production of this show is just so much better and different that it, it, it hooked me. And again, yeah. it's drawing off something that a, a lot of America, such as yourself, remembers. There was not a rich history of watching... People dive. Yeah, and skating too, <laughs> the for that 70s matter. Yeah. And 80s. Yeah. I almost want to go back and see an episode of Diving with the Stars now. <laughs> Boy, one of the reasons it didn't do very well, I had to check it out, of course. And yeah, I found, yeah, out, yeah. found out quickly I wouldn't, wasn't for me. They had a ton of injuries. People would hit their head on the board. Um, one guy had a broken eardrum from some kind of water pressure or something. It was horrible. Rob Lowe's dead in so, a diving accident. Yeah, so that is awesome. Didn't go too well. That's too bad. Uh, so whatever, whatever you talk about it uh, on the radio, I, I occasionally get a sense that you're like uh, gesturing at a larger community of dedicated Dancing with the Stars watchers. Would would like do you uh, do you have do you have message boards? Do you have other people who like the show as much that you talk to? You know, it's interesting you say that because I just hate to keep saying I'm old school, but I'm really reluctant to embrace new technology. 
Fair enough. And um, I did find out eventually that they had a fantasy league of Dancing with the Stars, and of course I had to get into it. Yeah. But I don't go looking for stuff like that. Um, I'm sure there are message boards. I do get a newsletter. It's uh, not a newsletter. It's a mem or an email. Mm-hmm. But um, and you know that comes uh, every day during the season. And how'd you find uh, out about that? How did I find out about it? That's a good question because I've been list, uh, you know, listening or looking at that email for a long time. I don't really remember exactly. What how kind I found of stuff do they talk about in the email? Well, during the season, of course, it's mainly what's going on in the season, the scores. Um, they, they send it out when it's not in the season. Oh yeah, yeah okay. I got one the other day. Dude, what just was like it? in a football newsletter, they yeah. would send that out not during the season too. Uh, Offseason, a weekly football email. I I wouldn't sign up. I like football a lot, and I would. Oh, I've definitely up. been on a weekly sports league thing that went throughout the year. Yeah. Okay. There's buzz. There's rumors, speculation. That's- yeah, and you know the show's been going so long now that every season they have a tour in the off season of the pros, and they bring celebrities with them. Yeah. And of course, uh, you know, I have always have countdowns when it comes to Dancing with the Stars, and one of them countdowns is 11 days from now. I'm going to the tour stop in Nashville. Hell yeah! And they've got 79 uh, city tour, and they started it first of the year, and so 79. Yeah, that's 79. A ton. That's a lot of cities. Yeah, is it international. Yeah. Um, just uh, Canada. Okay. No, not okay. A, you know, a lot of other that countries counts. have their own um, their own version. Yeah, yeah. There's. I don't know. I want to say there's been. 40, 40 different versions in different countries. You ever thought of about getting into that? I thought about going to the mothership called Strictly Come Dancing in England, uh-huh. and I've looked into that a little bit. And you have to have a England zip code, or they don't call them zip codes, but postal yeah, yeah. code yeah. to get tickets to that show. And unfortunately, I don't we know anybody. We can get around that. If you know anybody in, in England out there. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, I did have a friend that lived in England, but she, she, she moved back. Yeah. But I would like to see that, and um, two of the judges on the U.S. version were on the uh, British version, so it'd be fun to see them, and they speak our language, so it'd it'd be fun to go over and see it, I think. We do have, uh, you know, a lot of people listening, and if any of them uh, have someone who lives in England that would be willing to put in for Dancing with the Stars tickets, they would (laughs) then pass on to Tony. I would uh, encourage you guys to to contact me, tc at itsjustbanter.com. Certainly it's willing to pay a fee for that too. So I know you're uh, you're you're hesitant to embrace new technology, as you said, but you really could do a weekly podcast about that show, and it probably would do pretty well because anybody that's as passionate about something as you are about this and is as knowledgeable about it, I mean, I really do think you could probably do pretty well. Really. I think so. I mean, that's usually there's a I podcast mean, for everything. We, yeah, the, the we amount watch. of listeners that we have, it's just from the fact that like it gets mentioned on the ticket every once in a while. That's the whole thing. And really? so you you work there, it would get mentioned every once in a while. Like the fact you liked Dancing with the Stars comes up fairly often. Yeah, and we we if watch. They then tagged it with the podcast every time. You would have several thousand people listening to that. We watched The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, um, and we did a podcast about that for a couple seasons. There's a podcast for every reality show. Everyone. Interesting. Yeah, I just There's didn't think there would be an audience right. for that that would want to hear one person's opinion about the show. But you might have to uh, get a guest every now and then and talk to somebody else. And sure. You could, but you could definitely pull and it I, off. I guarantee. I mean, I like I I'm I'm in for like a rotating guest host. I I, I will not sit with you for every Dancing with the Stars, but I I, I guarantee you that you know I, I would not be the only one. I, I I think that Mike Soroy would probably be happy to help with something like that, not to volunteer Maybe. him. Maybe uh, you know I I don't know. There's 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 plenty of people who are uh, enthusiastic about wow. your enthusiasm. Well, I'll look to you guys as my 
podcast leaders, if you think there's something there, I'll be glad to talk to you about it. And I don't know about Saroy. He did two nighttime shows on the ticket with me. Uh, yeah, that's I think I'm... he's had enough of me okay, and the Dancing okay, with the was, Stars. That was enough. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the the dancing like you know you mentioned going to England and going to Nashville. Uh, when was the first time that you did travel related to Dancing with the Stars? Uh, season nineteen. I tried for years and years to get tickets, and they were extremely hard to get. Yeah, and I hadn't broken the code yet. I hadn't figured anything out. You know, I was uh-huh. a novice. I didn't know anybody that liked the show, so I was doing everything on my own. I had no guidance or help from anyone. And I toiled for, I want to say, four seasons trying to get tickets. Mm -hmm. And in season 19, something came up that I had to jump through a lot of hoops, but I was going to do it because I thought this is the only time I'm ever going to get to go. They sent an email out. That's how you originally did it. You signed up for an email, and then you waited. And that's a horrible feeling. And (laughs) Anyways, because you're not going to get them, and when you do, you're not quick enough because it's all timing, and you have to get real quick. They they sent me one, and they said... uh, you can go to the finale of season 19 of Dancing with the Stars. Oh, shit, the big one. But you have to go to a taping of Let's Make a Deal first. <laughs> and so I'm like, that happened early in season 19, and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, this is my chance. So right away, I'm like, okay, I got to go see if I can get an airfare, but I'm going to have to have two because I'm going to have to go out to Let's Make a Deal, then fly back and fly back. How can I do that with work? I don't have that much money. And I thought about it, and I said, I'm going to do it. And so I went back to click on the tickets. Within 15 minutes, gone. Fuck. Sorry. All the tickets are gone. And I'm like, I was devastated. I don't want to get too too goofy here. But something that I've been trying to do for so long on my own, and I didn't get it done. And I thought, well, it'll never happen again. Well, something happened late in the season, and they even sent the email that says, we're offering this again. And, of course, I immediately went and got the tickets. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid too that if I went and got them and then couldn't go, that I'd be blackballed. You're never coming again because you you right. other tickets and you didn't go. <clears throat> I found, since found out no, they don't care about any of that. Yeah. But um, I went ahead and got them, and then I'm like, you know, just uh, it's going to sound awful too, almost shaking because I'm like, I can't believe it. I think I might get it. Yeah, you know. So you're into it. You're into it. I got it. stuff I get excited about. Yep. Then it was call work and say, hey, can I get off to go see? Let's make a deal and to do this. I didn't tell them what I was wanting off for, but. Uh, Oh, killer! You probably know killer. <laughs> I do know killer, <laughs> and uh, and then I just booked airfare and hotel, and man, was it an expensive trip. But in order to do it, you had to dress in full costume for "Let's Make a Deal." So I had to do that. <laughs> what does that entail? <laughs> yeah, what's the uh, costume? I was a vampire. Oh. <laughs> what? Well, see, I'm a vampire every year on Halloween, so I said I have that costume ready. Wait, so the audience so, is in costume? Oh yeah, let's make a deal. You'd never seen it. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I, I guess I'm familiar with the game, but I, di- I guess I, I didn't realize. Now that yeah, okay, yeah, I've seen this. You have like a family of people dressed up as elves. Yeah. yeah. And okay. so that was such a beating because I didn't want to go. I wanted my Dancing with the Stars tickets, but I had to get in costume. And when you're in line to go to the show, they say, okay, when you come up to talk to the producers, you got to be clapping and all excited and everything. And, you know, I, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> and, but I'm like, you got to do it. So, yeah. so I just walked up and I just walked up and they said, well, what are you here for? And I was very honest with, me, with them. And I don't know if I should have been, but I wasn't just going to jump around by myself. I was by myself again, you know, in this silly costume. I said, I got to tell you. I'm going to go to Dancing with the Stars, so I had to do this first. And they go, okay, thanks. And then they sent me on my way because they weren't going to call me to be on the show then because I had no enthusiasm. Uh-huh. But I didn't care. And, yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah, so I just sat in there. It was about an eight-hour day. It was freezing in that studio. 
Um, I had my cape up around me. The lady next to me had come from the hotel, and she had like an ice bucket on her head or something, and she was freezing. So I got real comfortable with the total strange lady. I gave her my cape, and so we're in here and got my arm around her. And Sweetheart of a guy. I'm just like, please get this over. I want my tickets. And they didn't give you the tickets right then. You still had to wait for the Dancing with the Stars tickets. And so then I was worried that, you know, they're going to lose my right. my entry or something. Yeah, but, uh, dressed up as Dracula for nothing. Yeah. And surprisingly, it all kind of started hitting the fan at the ticket at that time. Junior Miller had found out about the bid at a girls' night out. And then I just kind of teased them because this was right when it was happening. It was November. He found out just that you liked the show or he found out that you, you liked the be show. Going? Okay. Only Bad Radio and Hardline really knew about it because that's where I usually work. I don't uh-huh. work many. Uh-huh. And even though I had started doing it on the Hardline as far as why did it didn't suck mentioning it in birthdays, yeah. I never did it on the Musers because they are very intimidating to me, especially <laughs> Gordon. Uh, yeah, so I never I, did it. I, I would say you can take out the to me. I, I also. Okay. <laughs> But anyways, Junior found out about it, and I kind of nice guys. Them. But you know, like, uh, they, they they do a serious show that they are uh, very seriously, you know, like uh, you know, they uh, less fucking around. There you go. Which can is you to do be that admired? On, I guess you can do that on a podcast. Huh? You Indeed. absolutely can. Wow. Okay. Any words you want? But I told them at that time that night, and I don't know why I did this, but I was so stoked that I might get to go to the show. I said. Uh, yeah, next Friday on Why Did It Doesn't suck, suck, I'm going to have a big announcement possibly. And they're like, whoa, and all that. So <laughs> that was a glorious time for me. I got to go to my first show ever. It was the finale of season 19. Alfonso Ribeiro was your champ. So it was a blast. So you, 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 people know, you, you can remember uh, everyone who participated. Is that like, I think that you probably then can just remember everything, right? Like it's not like like are you pouring over notes and like reminding yourself of? No, people have asked me that before, and I do not do that. But you know what I do do, which is the same thing, even though it's pleasurable for me, and I'm not studying it. Is I go back and I watch old shows. Uh-huh. You know, I have fifteen seasons on DVR, and then the early seasons I'll go to YouTube and I watch a lot of stuff. Like I was out of town yesterday, and a lot of the hotels will have YouTube TV, and mm-hmm. I go in there and. First thing I always do, it's almost tradition now, I have to do it, even if I, I don't even think about it. I go to YouTube TV and I look at uh, Jenny Garth and Derek Huff's uh, Pasa Doble in season five. Okay. And that's just the first thing I do. And of course, when you do a search engine and YouTube, things come up. That doesn't come up until you like <laughs> spell the whole thing out. <laughs> so it's pretty weird. It takes a yeah. long time, but it's worth it when I get to see that. It's one of my favorite Pasos on the show, so... Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Notre Dame and USC played in 2015, and I've seen those highlights, I don't know, 700 times. So you so, could probably talk about it. that game pretty intelligently with I, someone. I think I could. See? And that's the way it is with me in this but show. Dory Jackson got smoked, Tony. <laughs> okay, I'll Wasn't check that out. Wasn't ready for Will Fuller. <laughs> but no, I don't study it, but um, I'll do that. And then early on, listening to Why Today Doesn't Suck, um, people would say... Um, uh, Melissa Joan Hart's is 15 or 50 today or whatever her birthday was. And then I would be like, was she on the show? I can't remember. And so I would go back just to see if she was. And then I would see what season she was on. And then I kind of retained it. So I guess that's a form of studying too. Do you, yep. do you think that your memory is good in general? No. Really? Okay. No. All right. That's why I think I would have a horrible time learning how to dance. I don't retain stuff well. Um, not super athletic you're a pretty good dancer though 
What? I mean, compared to the average person, you, you don't compare yourself to the stars or the pros. I, I mean, I've seen Tony. We can't Dance. all be Heinz Ward, you know. There you go, season twelve champ. Yeah, um, but that was a need. That was alcohol helped too. Well, whatever it takes. <laughs> so, whatever you tell you, whatever you're telling us about seeing the season nineteen thing, you you, you made reference to. Uh, well, I didn't know back then. You know, I, I didn't have any connections then. Does, does that mean that you do have connections now? Well, they made it easier on me. In season 23, they eased up the way to get tickets. Okay. Um, now it's just a matter if you camp out on their website and you know the times when they usually will offer tickets. Um, I got real good at refreshing just all day, every day. During hardline remotes when I'm working them, I'm back here doing this, and I'm like, don't ask me anything, guys. <laughs> And occasionally it would happen during their show, and I'd be like, just, oh, gosh, and I'm trying to get it done. And I'm like, I hope they don't need anything for a while. <laughs> They're but, fine. But, uh, yeah, you, you know, I've kind of done that. And then over the years, I've gotten to know people in the line out there because there are repeat people that go to the show. Yeah. And we all help each other out now. So See, that, that's what I want to know about, this, this secret community of Dancing with the Stars fans. Yeah, uh, almost all women, of course. You know, the line is about 70% women. And even at this old age, I still have trouble, you know, going up to a strange woman and just starting a conversation. But I don't out there. I feel very comfortable. They're my people, I guess. Yeah, right. yeah. You Absolutely. got a shared interest. And then every once in a while, you'll meet someone that you get into a uh, battle of knowledge with. And that's kind of fun. Well, what do you think about this? And they know exactly what you're talking about. And I have that. I don't find that in any other relationship I have that people know what I'm talking about when I bring up a certain contestant or a certain dance. So it's fun to go to the lines. I actually like standing in them. You know, I don't care if it's six hours or not. Yeah. I mean, that's, again, to use the sports analogy, that's very similar. I mean, if you go wait in line forever to get into a park or a stadium or to buy tickets, you'll get into conversations with people that are into the same team as you. Yeah, I mean, that's I... very, you know... Yeah. I, uh... I spent all of my high school years in a rehab, Tony, and not a lot of people do that. But uh, every once in a while, I meet someone else who did, and it's the same kind of deal. Of like, you know, you you can't really like uh, explain it to other people, but whatever you got someone who was there, you're like, fuck, you know, it's, it, it it's like the only time that you've ever had like it feels like the only time you ever had like a comfortable conversation with shared knowledge. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, man. Okay, yeah. Normally, a big crowd of strangers would be like, oh, I'm kind of nervous, but I'm like. Who wants to talk dancing with the stars? <laughs> Please. Hell yeah. So so some of those people you uh, exchanged info? And- yeah. And, um, you know, when we see it pop up on the website, it's like you email them or text them right away and say, check out the website. And most often, more often than not, they're on it too. But every once in a while, they're like, oh, thanks so much. I didn't know. And mm-hmm. they get their tickets. And now you're only allowed four. But um, sometimes they bring friends or something, but we always have one for each other if, if things fall apart. And it's like, so we, you have other people looking out for you now, so that makes it a little easier. Mm, that's awesome. And you know, one thing that was really wild too is I actually mentioned it on the Musers one time. Once they found out about the bit, Junior kind of took hold of it. George doesn't like it and Gordon doesn't <laughs> care. But um, Gordon actually had me on like uh, his corner one time and I just, I was feeling full of it, I guess. And I said, tell you what, can I ask your listeners something? And I asked for listeners' help, and I said, here's what you got to do to get the tickets. I got a gal in, I think it was Cleburne or something, that got tickets for me one time. That's awesome. And a guy in North Carolina that listened online. Wow. He got me tickets one time. That's great. And, of course, I'll buy him a gift certificate or something. But that was back in the days when I 
can't get them, couldn't get them at all. Now I'm having pretty good luck with them. So how many times have you seen tapings? Um, it's actually shown live. It's, it's, I guess it would be taped, obviously, okay. but it, it is shown live. Uh, I just finished yeah, last season. How many times season? have you been to the show? 24. Been to 24 Damn. Times. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. Right. So my disposable income, you can guess what that goes to. Airfare and yeah, do you have a, a favorite like uh, you know the the Pasadena Hampton Inn or something? No, um, I kind of just go where it's the cheapest. Okay, and it could be anywhere in the city. So I do do a lot of driving, but right around where it's taped, CBS Television City, everything's outrageously expensive. So you got to go yeah. far out if you want to find a decent. Yeah, room. yeah, I would anticipate that's the case. Yeah. Do people get together and do anything like after or anything? Did you? Yeah, there's a place there. Um, there's it's right next to a place called the Grove, which is a big yeah. district of, heard of, that. of restaurants and shops and uh, things. And some of the um, pros and celebrities have been known to go to a specific location. So, you know, I go there every time and I've Hell gotten yeah. tons of pictures with people. And, nice. uh, but you're not willing yeah. to reveal that location or no, audience? No, I'm not. That's, uh, that's protected information? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was, when I was given the information I, by the, one of these trusted friends in yeah, line yeah, yeah, saying, yeah. you cannot tell anyone. Yeah, you don't want to betray them. Certainly don't want to, <laughs> yeah, do it, do it so publicly. Um, so... Did you uh, you also go on the, uh, the the tour events? Yeah, they've been touring for many many years. I try to go to three every winter. Um, we got Nashville coming up a week from Saturday. Uh, they'll be in Dallas. I always go to a flyaway, the Dallas stop, and then a short drive if I can. I'll drive. I drove to Salina, Kansas, a couple of years ago just to go see the show, and drove back the next day. Why did they and, do it in Salina, Kansas? Well, they just they you know they try to hit different cities every year. They're is that always going to go suburb of Kansas City or no Salina is way out not not west but it's certainly west of uh, Kansas City. It's out in the middle of nowhere, kind of. I think they're um, a football powerhouse, I believe. But yeah, I mean, no, TC, that's, that's Salina, Texas. No, no, they're, I've Kansas? heard of I've heard of that before. It's okay. spelled differently than the one yes. here. Yeah, it's S A L I N A, and it's just straight up thirty five. Um, and but if it's seventy nine cities, you're going to be in. Some smaller. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's yeah. true. I guess yeah. that's and true. It, you know, and a big part of their viewing audience is rural areas. That's right. a big part of their demographics, and so they try to get to them. You know, I went to Ames, Iowa, one time. Um, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, one time. So I'll hit the random rural place, and I love doing that because number one, the prices are usually cheaper. Yeah. And um, the access to the pros and stuff is really easy. Like in Salina. You just wait until after the show, and you go out and hang out by their buses and stuff. And it's just there's, you feel like you're almost in a cornfield. You're not on a busy highway right. and with security everywhere. It's very laid back. And Rashad Jennings was the celebrity champ there, and he came out, and he's one of my favorites. I've been on the show, so took pictures with him. And they're all very friendly. I, I I'm really glad they are too. I don't know if it's because they know they're doing something fun and getting paid for it or what, but uh, they appreciate it. I hope so. Yeah, I saw saw her shot at the Super Bowl, you know, and I'd probably taken five pictures with him. And, you know, he still doesn't say, hey, I, he, yeah, he does. He says, hey, how you doing? But he's not going to know my name or anything. But uh, yeah, I don't want him to think I'm a stalker, but I've seen him a bunch. That's uh, that's wonderful. Good to know he's good at something, right? Uh -oh. Come on. <laughs> and he's also going to be at the uh, Dancing with the Stars Journey to Paradise, which is coming up in 113 days. And I may go to it. It's in when the do you have to decide? 
I'm going to decide within a couple weeks. It's in the Bahamas. You may remember yeah, when yeah. I ate a Bahama breeze. I was talking. I know. Corby said, well, that made him go to the Bahamas. Boy, it did. And then I looked at the bank statement the next day, and I'm like, oh, can you really do this? But then the next day I woke up, you got to do it. It's your last chance or once in a lifetime. And then it's like, no. So I'm back and forth. What's the nature of that trip? Um, it's just a weekend in the Nassau Bahamas um, at a resort. And supposedly they're renting the whole thing out. They're going to have a lot of old professionals, which I said have become celebrities to me. I'd like to see some of them. Um, they're going to have some celebrities. Rashad's going to be there. Joey Fatone, Ginger Z. Um, Bruno, the judge, is going to be there. And it's just going to be everything Dancing with the Stars. They're going to have performances. They're going to have lessons. Supposedly they're going to have a trivia contest, which I'm going to try to get in to see oh, if I wow. have a chance against Hell real yeah, fans. Um, Do you have a chance? I don't know, boy. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> you're the favorite. You, you think you're good until you meet the major leaguers. You get to the major leagues, and it's like, wow, everybody knows this stuff. So, um, but anyways, Fuck, dude, if, it if could he be gets fun. in the contest, I, I'm going to feel some serious FOMO if I'm not there watching the contest. <laughs> yeah. Boy, if you were with me in line out there, you get a hold of some people, and I'm like, wow, how do they know that? If you if you get in that contest, is there some way we can get this taped or like some kind of I I want to see I want to see this contest. <laughs> well, I don't know about video, but I guess I could just do record on my phone or I something. Mean, you work in a radio station; audio will be fine. <laughs> yeah, but I got to decide if I'm going first. Yet, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, Fair I enough. But... Fair enough. Um, what uh, do do you have one that stands out as your favorite, like taping or whatever experience, or do you have like a top three, like coolest? Dancing with the Stars in-person moments? Um, gosh, that's a good one. I've got a lot of halls of fame, you know, that I kind of made up in my own mind, like, you know, most overrated, most uh, Who's accomplished. Who's the most overrated? Uh, oh, boy, gosh. Uh, they would be people, when I say overrated, it's how far they got in the contest sure. that they shouldn't have been. Yeah. Um, well, the one that has probably going to breathe the demise of the show, season 27 champ, Bobby Bones, he was no better than ninth or 10th in that season. Fuck. And he won. It's the first non-legitimate champion they've had in 28 seasons. And they can't let that happen again. Is that... Uh, like I'm the, serious about that. Yeah. So, well, like, certainly that's your opinion. But like, <laughs> is that uh, widely held? Like, if, if you would have seen him, you would agree with me. I'm confident of that. <laughs> I would know what I'm looking at. We all know fluid movement in a human body. And uh, yeah. you would know that that... What's that guy doing out there? But Nothing like, against him personally. But like, do you now? Now that you have your like friends from in line, like whenever you're watching the show, are you texting them like, "Holy fuck, Bobby sucks," you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know. Again, I I kind of don't do that stuff. I guess I fanboy in a, to a certain extent, but I don't text much, and I, I don't text much in my real life. I don't Twitter tweet much in my own life. I don't mm -hmm. do a lot of that newfangled stuff in my own life. So no, I really haven't engaged in that. The most I've done really is get this email on a daily basis about the show. Does uh does your wife also like watching Dancing with the Stars? No, she didn't care for the show. So <laughs> she tried to watch it with me a few times in the early seasons and then she was out. But again, yeah. I would say there's plenty of people whose wives don't like to watch the sport they like to watch. Yeah. It's uh, I would say in the reverse, uh, if I see another second of Guy's Grocery Games, that's that's it for me. <laughs> you don't like Guy's Grocery Games? <laughs> I liked it the first 700 fucking episodes. <laughs> see, I like, I've only probably seen it four or five times, but I like I've never I've walked into this house without Guy's Grocery Games already on the TV. Not yeah. once. Well, you don't, you're not going to go to a taping? I am not. Okay. I'm a big believer for to have a happy marriage is you let the other 
spouse breathe. Let them do what they want. And if you want to go, great. But if you can't stand it, why would you put yourself through that? And your unhappiness is going to rub off on them. When she would watch the show with me, I'd see a lot of looking at the clock and yawning and squirming. And I'm like, you're taking the fun out of it for me. So... Just let your spouse do what they want, and as long as it's whatever yeah. within yeah, your yeah, rules yeah. or have you, what have you. Sage advice. <laughs> how uh, how did you and your wife meet? Uh, dating service. This was back in the day, back when they still had VCRs and stuff. You'd go in and you would look at the video on a VCR. So a long time ago, I'm wow. on TC. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm 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 familiar with the idea of dating services, but I, I didn't know they ever had like uh, VCR profiles. Yeah, you went into a physical office, you know, no uh-huh. internet back then, of course, and uh, they had a wall full of binders, and you would pull the binder down alphabetically and just start thumbing through it, and if you found someone you liked, you went to the VCR cabinet and pulled their tape. And, Interesting. I, get, yeah. I never heard of that either. Really? I mean, I just assume it was, like, letter or correspondence-based, and then you would meet in person for the first time, and maybe a photo. It was Well, the photo was in the binder, <laughs> right. and then they would list all the things they liked, and then you went and looked at the VCR, and boy, that was very telling. You get to see a person's facial expressions, right. how they converse. You get a different vibe, you know. And then if you liked them, you would tell the front office, and they would send them uh, a colored... Uh, postcard i guess in the mail this old snail mail mm-hmm. and you'd go to your mailbox and boy that was a fun time you'd kind of go like well did anybody reply and then when you'd get a reply it would either be a red card or a green card <laughs> and then so you knew right away oh no but uh yeah there was always some excitement in going to the mailbox something kids don't have these days i don't think uh yeah i'd say my mailbox <laughs> is a big beating <laughs> Um, I think we got sidetracked, and I don't believe you. Uh, you, you. I, I gave you an opportunity to answer the uh, favorite Dancing with the Stars experience question. You mean like a, a season or a Just celebrity? The, time, the or, times that you've gone, like, like what the you know, is there a taping that you went or not ta- a, a uh, episode of the show that you attended that was like, they were like that was the coolest experience well, or time that you met someone. Yeah, nothing will beat the first time, and mm-hmm. I would say that almost in everything in life because. Yeah. Everything is an unknown. And that first time I went out on my own, didn't know anybody, um, had gone through the hell, I guess, of uh, let's make a deal and the money. And I was just giddy beyond belief. And I was in line and I'm like, what happens next? Where do you go from here? Does this mean we have tickets? You know, I didn't know. You can still get turned away in the line. So there was just all kinds of hectic stuff still. And every time you turned a corner, something was new. When I first walked in, and turn the corner of this kind of back lot area, there's the ballroom. And I just could feel the rays coming out and oh, the sound, you know. God, it, it was the coolest thing. And uh, so that never will be replicated. But a couple other cool times, um, the season 23 premiere I went to, um, I got on TV right behind Tom Bergeron. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was crazy. My phone blew up. And, of course, the ticket guys just... Yeah, I saw it. Oh, yeah, you were doing the raise the roof right. and stuff. It's a beautiful gift. Oh, okay. I don't know. You saw it, you'd seen it too? Okay. Absolutely. Like a white tux, right? Uh, no, no. I don't remember what I had on. I, didn't wear, I don't wear tux to the show usually, but uh, um, it, that Do was a lot of fun. you buy clothes for the show? Or you I just certainly nice went out suit. to okay. K&G and bought some suits the last few years. Yeah, it was, with That's fancy awesome. colors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so how many colored suits do you have at this point? Uh, four, I guess. What, 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 what colors? I, I try to go four times a season now, so it's one. I don't have to du- 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 duplicate. I just right. one, yeah. one new shoot every time. Um, I've got kind of like a burgundy one. Um, 
Let's see, uh, kind of, how would I describe this? A royal blue one with stripes on it. Pretty snazzy, I think. Hell yeah. Uh, a gray one. And what's the other color? I think it's kind of an off green or something. I didn't okay. want to go too crazy, like orange or red or anything. I don't know if I could pull that off, but I want to have a little color. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>